a Radio 191 FM podcast. Here we are again, Movies with George. You're on the one, Radio 191 FM. The time is actually, George, I just realised we've jumped the gun a little bit. It is 24 minutes, 25 minutes past nine. Is this earlier than you usually do it? <laughs> yes. Only by a, five, a few minutes, so I'll be alright. I'll, I'll manage. Well, look, fantastic to have you in the studio. Lovely to see you again. Um, you see any movies in the weekend? Um, so, I did not see any movies uh, in the weekend. It's been a, it's been a television uh, week, I'd say. Um, you know, coming off well, coming off the back of, of Game of Thrones, obviously, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. all of that happened. But that's kind of past, uh, and now it's on to better, uh, brighter things. And I, I think that so the the theme for, I guess, what I've been watching recently has been like short mini series. I guess you know ones that short in terms of episodes. Yep. So, you know, once we're at the end of the season, people aren't asking um, when and if the the next one's coming out, the next season. It's the constant question at the end of these, uh, at the end of series sometimes. So, yeah, I've been watching, so I have access to um, British uh, TV shows, which I think is a, is, a, is a must for anyone that's just really into uh, television in, in general. In, in general, you're saying British television shows are the way to go. Yeah, yeah. Any yeah. any particular ones? So, I've been watching The Virtues, which is a mini series that comes from Shane Meadows, and people will uh, know of Shane Meadows as the director of This Is England, uh, the the movie from well, it's probably about ten years old now, maybe uh, from uh, a British movie from Shane Meadows. Uh, about a young boy who is coming of age uh, and hangs out with a uh, bunch of skinheads back in the day, uh, back in the kind of start of the kind of oi music and ska music in Britain, the kind of working class uh, movement of skinheads um, before it became the uh, white supremacist uh, stereotype that we know of it as now. And uh, this is England is a really kind of sad story about a, a boy kind of finding his place in in uh, the world and working class Britain and um, Shane Meadows makes these uh, uh, films that are about pretty much his how he came up uh, in the world and about British history uh, British personal stories uh, and that sort of thing uh, he also made um, uh, Dead Man's Shoes, another great movie. Fantastic, love that film. You've seen it? I have. Yeah, I'm a huge fan actually. A um a a, a, re- a revenge film of sorts about a, a guy who uh, comes back from the uh, Falklands War and um his his uh, yeah comes back to a, a dead younger brother and uh, a whole bunch of drama. But yeah, so Shane Meadows, uh, he's made a mini series. Um, six episodes, if I remember correctly, uh, called The Virtues, um, which uh, stars uh, one of the uh, lead leads from um, This Is England, who has since gone on to do other uh, things, Stephen uh, Graham, 
who plays the the angry kind of antagonist in, in This Is England. Uh, and it the virtues centres around him, his character, uh, battling with... I mean, it's pretty simple, really. Battling with alcoholism, battling with his uh, kid and divorced wife moving to Australia, uh, and battling with the demons of his past. Uh, and, you know, you read the plot, it's really straightforward. But what Shane Meadows is great uh, at doing in terms of his writing and his direction is, uh, you know, well, there's a tradition, a, a genre called British realism uh, that, uh, as you can imagine, really kind of tries to deal with um, off-the-cuff uh, kind of... Um, uh, what's it called when they make it up a, a, as they're going? Ad-lib. Um, Ad-lib scenes, um, really kind of informal dialogue. He lets his actors basically... Uh, become their characters in environments uh, and uh, play the scene you know over a few times and kind of workshop it while it's being filmed uh, and the effect is um, one that uh, will definitely kind of be seen as as a, as a huge a great example of, of British realism and um, I mean the, the, the acting in, in the show as Stephen Graham's character uh, deals with um, his alcoholism, goes back to Ireland, his motherland, uh, and has uh, this realization uh, of childhood uh, sexual abuse in a uh, orphanage uh, is just really, really intense and um, really kind of, you know, I mean, really, I mean, the the music, the original music in the show is done by P.J. Harvey. Wow. Um, the 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 general mood is is really effing sad, really, um, with some hilarious kind of British moments. And it's funny, like you know, in my household we watch lots of British television, and you know we bring it, we we, we pick up kind of Britishisms, <laughs> uh, as it were, and um, which is you know the, it, it it does have a specific uh, kind of I guess cultural cachet, and and there's a it's very big particular kind of humor quite dark quite black yeah 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 and there's there's lots of that in this uh from from great performances you know he he the character goes back and hangs out with his sister who he hasn't seen since he was a kid and and she's a real tough irish woman and um it's amazingly funny it's amazing amazingly sad shane meadows is really good at trying to get you to cry uh but yeah the virtues um you can recommend it Definitely recommend that. All right, George, thank you so much. Um, have you been watching anything else? Sounds like you've been glued to this Shane Meadows miniseries. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, last night I um, started watching that uh, the Netflix miniseries when when they see us. When they uh, see us, which is about the Central Park Five. Right. Uh, and the, the, the falsely accused, accused five young, uh, well, five uh, African American kids, really, um, and, and and I mean, an amazing story, a story that uh, people know as um, the the one where Donald Trump said that they deserved the uh, electric chair. So f- five young kids falsely accused of the uh, rape of a woman in Central Park in eight, 1989. Uh, and this is the story of that when they see us uh, and it is nauseating to watch 
um, as the the NYPD, the the pigs, uh, as they are portrayed in this movie, uh, and they definitely are pigs, uh, as they basically just so explicitly stitch this up uh, for these kids. Uh, so this is told from the perspective of it's an uh, unsavoury uh, perspective on the New York Police Department's handling of this case? Yeah, yeah, and I can imagine, you know, the research has, has been tip-top. I mean, this is a story that has been, um, you know, gone over many, many times uh, by investigative journalists and that sort of thing. It, it became a huge, huge deal uh, in the States. Uh, and now it has a mini-series uh, treatment, which is a really kind of hard watch because just the, the injustice of the criminal justice system in the United States is, is beyond uh, thinkable. Um, and it's just, it's full on, like, you know, it, it's it's not really an entertaining uh, mini-series. A harrowing watch. You yeah, don't watch yeah. those. So when you're talking about um, the way that the story is told, and I know this is uh, a true life case, and mm. you can you can know what the, the result, the end, is, uh, but in the way that they use subjective narrative framing, so much in the way that in I uh, think what's it called How to Make a Murderer, Making a Murderer, yeah, um, the way that you are kind of shown one thing but led to believe another throughout the course of it. Is there any kind of way that the series? I guess tries to shroud the way that the case is portrayed in the in the series. In terms of like the narrative from beginning to end, you know, it's yeah, not, it's 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 not going to tell you the outcome of of the case um, from the get go. And there have been, uh, you know, developments in in the case uh, definitely since then. I mean, they were were exonerated. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's told from the point of these kids who are just like totally uh you know at the beginning just want to go home from the police department you know <laughs> they just really <clears throat> really want to get home and and that's how the that's how they get them really yeah, because yeah. They're, they're vulnerable kids who just want to leave and will do anything basically uh and the 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 show is does quite a good job of of showing how that deteriorates how their minds deteriorate and how the how the story gets built the story of how they were in the park and what they did and you know what time everything happened and and um from the perspective of the the prosecutors as well who are just pure evil just pure really evil. pure evil yeah all right george did you watch anything uh, that wasn't incredibly mortifying <laughs> in the last week <laughs> no. good grief How, i mean it, it's a it's a general it's a general theme with me although there is there is an ongoing new zealand comedy series called the, uh, called educators uh, you might have heard of this. It's you can watch yes. it, TV and Z on demand, uh, and that 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 picks up the mood. I mean, it is. I think it's quite good. We do get a bit of cultural cringe with New Zealand comedy. I think for uh, sure when we look at ourselves doing comedy, and there is a bit of a kind of traces of the legacy of Reese Darby in there with a few characters, which can get really you know annoying, really. Um, but no, it's it's a great fresh New Zealand comedy. I think New Zealand comedy, you know, obviously needs to realise some of its roots, but sometimes gets a big bit bogged down in cliches. Um, well, I mean, it is something that is picking up traction more so on the global stage. Uh, comedians like Melanie Bracewell, uh, mm -hmm. Rose Matafao getting international recognition, as well as Taika Waititi's sense of humour and a lot of the Marvel. Uh, extended exactly. cinematic universe. Exactly. There's a great team out there, and I think this is this is the result of uh, the 
well it, it's got some past generation stuff in it but definitely we I think we we could see like a a um a, a a new era of New Zealand comedy that uh maybe shed some of its legacies Thanks so much, George. Uh, we're running close to time. Fine. Uh, I just have one thing uh, I want to probe you on. I had a lively discussion uh, over the weekend with one of my, I was going to say contemporaries, one of my colleagues, mm-hmm. let's say, um, Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, I have to, I've been meaning to rewatch it. I watched it in the cinema and I remember having this feeling uh, that I have quite often where I'm not too sure. Uh, how I thought about things. Interesting. Okay. Um, I think, you know, standing by itself, it's probably a great movie. I think that's. I think that's the way to go about it. I think it is. I mean, it is part of a uh, a story, a cult cinematic sci-fi classic, yeah. which has this absolute reverence to it. But you remember with these cult classics, and especially it was Ridley Scott who did it, uh, the mm-hmm. original, yeah. Yeah. Um, these things are often kind of confused with confused audiences when they get released, and then come into this cult uh, status a little bit later on. I think in retrospect, twenty forty nine, great standalone film. I just yeah, wanted yeah. to know if you felt the same, which is really reaffirming for I me mean, in my so, views. So many things at the moment are relying on on past glories uh, and and re rehashing things. Oh, absolutely. We're in the age of the reanimation and the remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean. It, you got to see it in that perspective, I think. But uh, you know, and I, I, I like the uh, the director. Is it Deneuve that does did did, did that? Denis Deneuve. Uh, I'm not sure who did the most recent one. Yeah, yeah. And Ridley Scott. I mean, uh, you know, if we're talking about the original, he is one of the my all time favorite uh, directors. So yeah, both both good films. <laughs> all right. Uh, any anything to keep an eye on? Uh, you've touched upon a lot of miniseries, Netflix or otherwise, um, comedy and incredibly no, harrowing stuff. I'm gonna hope and I'm gonna uh, I'm hoping to get to Rialto and um, see if there's anything in the in the pipeline. It's just <laughs> it's just been a bit um, kind of uh, I don't know a bit meh when I look at the website recently. Sometimes you gotta <laughs> got to watch the mess so we don't have to, George. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks so much. We'll see you again this time next Tuesday. Enjoy your week, George. Okay, thanks. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.